0: Hi, and welcome back to The Only Real Cure to Borderline Personality Disorder. I'm Shamala Del Rosario, I'm 53, a mother, grandmother, wife, and I've lived with distorted perceptions for my entire life. A year ago, I stumbled across Brian Barnett, and from that moment, my misperceptions began to unravel. I had been convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. As I do continue to do the inner work to root out the underlying subconscious distorted core belief that my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. I do strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and The Last Symptom podcasts. Before I'm accused of plagiarism, let me just explain that The Last Symptom is a free resource that I have had and continue to have the privilege of learning from, and so I'll frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, if you think about it, my recovery is based on his support and approach, so it makes perfect sense that I will mention him and and reference him. I'm recording this directly onto my phone, so the sound quality is pretty crap. Uh, Sorry about that. But also, I'm new to this whole podcasting uh, business, so bear with me because I'm revealing my vulnerabilities as well. So anyway, let's get the disclaimer out of the way before we move on to talk about today's topic so just to be clear these are my personal experiences and insights of borderline personality disorder i'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health and anyone that chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts feelings and behaviors so today i'm going to talk about coming out of the mental health closet and how liberating it it's been for me I'd always been consciously been super alert to keeping the the enemy secret. I knew that there was something not quite right. But the last thing that I wanted to do was to expose that to anybody. I couldn't have people knowing that I was broken. I was terrified of being judged, terrified that this would be public confirmation that I was worthless. In hindsight, I can see that I was in a state of severe denial. My closet door was welded shut. No one was going to know that I was not a perfectly well-balanced and empathetic, 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 empathetic individual. I'd lash out at myself in the internal conflicts because I knew that I wasn't the person that I was trying so desperately to showcase to the outside world. I hadn't realized that by denying this truth I was actually giving my own inner critic more ammunition against me and the more I withdrew into myself the louder and the more spiteful and cruel it got. It seemed easier to cut myself off from the world, refusing to leave my house for weeks on end sometimes. This would spiral me into deeper and deeper depression and worryingly I didn't want to pull myself out of that hole. Being a mother, the innocent casualties were my children. In hindsight, I see that I favoured my inner critic and in doing so, I neglected their emotional health needs. Those Those years, I'll never get back. I'll never be able to turn the clock back and do those things differently. That's something that I will regret for the rest of my life. When I talk about regret, I'm actually talking about this in a, in a healthy way. I hadn't thought it possible for me to get to, to regret before. But when Brian so eloquently explained the true meaning of regret, I finally started getting there. I had managed to absorb and accept the differences between shame and guilt when it came to my symptoms of borderline personality disorder, but I could not or would not give myself anything but hate when it came to how I had emotionally, emotionally neglected my children. I thought that this was unforgivable. I thought I deserved to be punished, to suffer. After all, I was an adult, so should have known better. Being reasonable, with yourself. It's vital, though, during recovery. I'm not saying letting yourself off the hook, but looking at all of the information as it really is. If we knew better, we could do better. But I do know better now. Strange as it may sound, the more broken that I felt inside, the more I tried my hardest to appear and even be perfect. It was not okay for me to be an imperfect person. It was not okay for me to make mistakes. What I'm coming to understand now is that no one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes, but we can learn from those mistakes. No matter how terrible the impact of those mistakes, there is an opportunity to see how we could do things better and make changes. This does take rumination, and it's important to be aware aware of your negative self-talk. So if anything you say to yourself makes you feel bad about you yourself, then that is shame, and you need to dump it. Because I hadn't accepted the reality of my behaviours, I hadn't been able to really look within. This is why I'd been carrying around a lot of shame. I'd never managed to get get it to guilt or to the regret stage. I just accepted shame. I was bad. But this also allowed me to not face up to reality. It was another way of hiding. I was able to look at my mistakes as as guilt instead of shame. When I did start to look at my mistakes as guilt instead of shame, it was a case of I did something shitty instead of, I am a piece of shit. That didn't come easily. I've got to say, that really didn't come easily. I really struggled with that, but I am, I am getting there. But for me, guilt is acceptance of the reality and the opportunity to do better next time. Regret is if I could go back and do it again differently, I would but accepting that you can't. So I know that I will always feel regretful in terms of neglecting my children's emotional health, but not shameful. Now, when I started finally admitting to myself that I needed help, I was still guarded. I was still really scared. I mean, the internet, it's, it's great for snooping around borderline personality disorder forums without commenting or leaving a traceable footprint. But you can't connect with anybody. I wouldn't comment or like any posts that came up on my Facebook feed either, just in case a friend that I was connected with happened to see it, that I'd liked it. Gosh, it made me almost almost paranoid. I didn't have any peer support that I could actually interact with. And then a year ago, I joined a private Facebook group using my own, my own profile. This really scared me in case someone I knew was actually in the group. I still wanted to be undercover, you see. I still felt ashamed of me and terrified of actually being exposed. But this group was really, it was really good. And as time went on, I did start commenting and posting because I actually I started to feel safe and understood by the, the members of the group. I still haven't completely opened up about my borderline personality disorder. And that's given the, the prevalence of stigma. This disclosure, it, it, it's really scary to me, really letting people know, really letting people know me anyway. I was invited onto the Last Symptom podcast and I did my my first ever interview last week. It was all in regards to my recovery insights and uh, and epiphanies. I was really nervous about listening to myself because of my history with self-criticism. But, you know, surprisingly, I wasn't overly critical. I mean, I noticed a few things where I could have, have explained more clearly. And I did notice my repetition when thinking and trying to explain my inner thoughts. Um, I also noted that my, my voice was not as horrible as I, I had imagined. I got a lot of positive feedback. And then nervously, I, I asked a couple of friends to listen to. And I actually received more support there as well from these friends. And then I realised that without consciously thinking about it, I'd actually started to peep out of the closet. I mean, a few people now knew some very, very intimate things about me. I'd actually exposed my vulnerability. It was actually scary, but exciting at the same time. Kind of like I felt awake, not quite alive, but awakened. And that awakened feeling, well, in that moment, I decided to become a little more exposed. But safely. So, like, I've got this Twitter account, not widely used, and hardly any followers. I think I've got about 12, to be honest. None that I actually know really well. Well, not well enough to actually scare me. But anyway, so I've gone public on Twitter with my borderline personality disorder diagnosis as of this week. And that's actually when I decided that I would start doing this podcast too and i'm using my real name and real photos so i'm being completely honest and it actually feels good it feels like i'm finally beginning to accept myself as being i don't know an imperfect person and knowing that that's okay kind of knowing that everyone makes mistakes and that is actually the true nature of life for me this actual podcasting business it's therapeutic in many ways i mean it focuses me on my recovery helping me make sense of my inner work. But, you know, also, I actually prefer listening to myself talking positively about my recovery rather than that spiteful inner critic. And thinking about that, that's probably why I was expecting to hate my own voice because I've, I've only ever heard it being cruel and spiteful to me before. I'm not ready to let everyone know yet, though. I'll kind of disclose on my terms. But if anybody that I know happens to accidentally discover my secret via these podcasts, then they'll know, won't they? But I'm not really bothered about about that, to be honest. But more importantly, for me, anybody listening who's also actually making this journey, honestly, I know how hard it is. And that's why I do want to share my own recovery and maybe help you. Because we share something that causes us and those around us so much Pain and suffering. We're family. And I'll just close this off um, today with just a quick quote. I think it's actually beautiful. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Well, that's it for me. And as ever, I've really, I really enjoy having you here. I really enjoy doing these podcasts and I would really appreciate any comments or feedback. So if you'd like to get in touch with me, let me know what you think. Also, if you want to take part or if you've got any questions, that'd be great. Uh, Take care. See you soon. Bye.